Thus says the Lord, for the sake of your lives, take care that you do not bear a burden on the Sabbath day or bring it in by the gates of Jerusalem. And do not carry a burden out of your houses on the Sabbath or do any work, but keep the Sabbath day holy as I commanded your ancestors. This month of February is a sort of faith in February month. Uh, our the sermons are loosely related to our faith in God, our faith in Jesus in one way or another. And so today we have this passage from the prophet Jeremiah where uh, you will remember that people of Israel are going every which way but God's way. They're, you know, chasing after other gods. Uh, they're making alliances with foreign powers. They're not taking care of the widow, the orphan, the stranger. They're not doing anything that God would want them to do. And the prophet's job is to come and say, hey, listen, yoo-hoo, wake up. I have a word for you. If you will just pay attention and go this way, things will go a lot better. Now, of course, they have a problem with listening. Uh, not that we don't have a problem with listening. And so, among these words of the Lord that are brought to the people is this one here in Jeremiah 17 that says, keep the Sabbath day holy. Now, First of all, I want to say this word holy. Let's be clear on that. Linda didn't look that one up. But, but a lot of times we think that being holy is, you know, being morally righteous, right? I don't drink, I don't smoke, I'm holy. But, but, but holy is really, be holy as God is holy. Be love as God is love. Holiness is about the depths of love at work within us because the more we love, the more we get this moral side of things right. It all begins with that holiness, that love of God within us. So it says, keep the Sabbath day holy that love might grow and be present. But you all know this is one of the few times that you get a direct repeats to the people of one of the Ten Commandments, right? You'll, you'll remember that in the Ten Commandments, the first are about being in right relationship and uh, loving God. That's the first three. And the last six are being in right relationship with your neighbor and loving your neighbor. And here is number four, right in the middle of them, almost kind of like the glue that holds the love of God and the love of, love of neighbor together is this idea of keeping the Sabbath holy. Hmm. There's something important going on here in the Sabbath. Now, the first way we think about the Sabbath is a particular day. Right? As Linda was pointing out to the kids, we think of Sunday as the Sabbath day, the day set aside for God. If we were in ancient Israel or we were Jesus or, or we were a, a contemporary Jew, we would begin our Sabbath at sundown on Friday. But it's, it's this idea there's a day where we're going to do something different. 
than what we do the other days. You know, it, it comes from this idea that uh, on the seventh day, God rested. And so there is this thing where we uh, have this idea that we should go to worship God on the Sabbath day. Now, people come to church for lots of different reasons. Some of you in here come because it's what you do. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like a horse to the barn. It's Sunday, I get up and I go to church. Some of you come here because you want to see your friends. Some of you come here because Dale has such a great Sunday school. Some of you come here because you love the music that comes forward. Some of you come here because your spouse drags you. Some of you come here... <laughs> For various reasons, but the real reason we should come to worship on the Sabbath day is so that we might hear a word from God. So we might stop and open ourselves so we might listen to God. So we might say, hey, God, I'm here. Uh, I expect you to show up somewhere in this worship time, in this time when I'm in the house of the Lord. I expect to hear from you. Here I am. And it may not even be my mouth running. It may be the music. It may be a prayer. It may be something someone says to you. It may be the Sunday school class. But there it is. You hear something that makes a difference in your life in God. It's not really about the church. It's really about our spirit being open to and connected to the living God. That's what we should be seeking on the Sabbath day is that we listen to God. And, and I'm telling you, when I stop to think about this, we live in a world where it's harder to listen than it has ever been. Not only do we have so much noise and so much stuff going on, but think about the way the Internet works. And uh, there may be one or two people in this room who don't uh, get on their phones on the Internet, but most of us do. And don't you know, that what we click on is what it's going to show us. What we want to see is more and more what it's going to want to show us because then we're going to click on it and see their ads and whatever else. It is this bubble. It gives us what we already know to be true is what it's going to show us. It's never going to allow us truly to listen. It's only going to allow us to listen to our own thinking to our own perspective. That's the way that works, and, and you know it's kind of dangerous. Or if, um, uh, if you're at home and you got the TV on all the time and, and, and you know, you're like, oh, I don't like this, and you just click on to listen to what you want to hear. When you had four channels, you had, you know, you're like the news or the lizard program. That was about all you had, right? And now I swear there's one of you sitting in the pew right now trying to feel for your remote so you can click me, right? <laughs> Done with this. Let's hear some. Yeah, someone at home on the internet. What, what can you do? I don't like this message today. I'm going to go find another one. It's hard to stop. And listen to God. And, and in fact, that's the problem with these people. They're so, across the Bible, they're so caught up in their own way of thinking. So many times God can't get through to them and say, listen, listen, I want to show you something. 
So this is the first idea of the Sabbath, a day set apart where we might listen to God. But you know what? That is not the only meaning of Sabbath. Sabbath is also uh, got this idea of being, I'm, I'm going to use this word, a prescription. Right? It, it, it's like, it's like uh, we're in the office of uh, uh, the great physician, and, and Dr. God says, well, I know what ails you, and pulls out the prescription pad and writes, Sabbath, and says, this will make you feel a lot better. You see, remember that God is not really in the punishment reward business in the way so much of the Christian faith wants you to believe. God's not saying, if you do this, I'll reward you. If you don't do this, I'm going to smack you down. God's saying, do this and it'll be really good for you. I'm telling you, I created you. I kind of know what will make you tick. And we know today, that if we spend all our time running and doing and going and doing and going and this and that and the next thing, we're going to start to become irritable. We're going to start to be stressed. We're going to start to be feel run down. We're not, you know, all of this begins to build up because the human body is intended to take a rest. The human body is intended to take some time apart. So I was looking at, uh, interestingly, you know, the Ten Commandments aren't just for people back in the, in the old times, because Jesus, he doesn't use that exact word, but he's telling the same things. And I was looking here at Mark chapter 6. Now, first of all, uh, Jesus is teaching on the Sabbath. So, hmm, okay, so he's kind of like doing a little... Oh, work on the Sabbath, so not in our day and age, you can't always not work on Sunday. And then after that, there's the mission of the 12. He sends out all the disciples, and they're all out knocking on doors and, and saying, you know, do you know God? Hi, hey, let me tell you, let me heal you. All this stuff that these disciples are doing. And then comes uh, John the Baptist being being beheaded, and uh, for sure Jesus must have felt pretty sad about his cousin uh, being beheaded like that by King Herod. There's all this stuff going on. And when all the apostles come back from everything they've been doing, they're all like, you can, you can imagine it. They're like, Jesus, guess what we did? Oh, and then this, and, and we went, and there was this man and mom. You know, they're all hyped up because of what they've been able to do. And here's what Jesus says to his disciples. Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. Jesus is saying, time for a Sabbath, guys. Because I suspect Jesus knows that, first of all, if they don't take a little time out, they're going to become worn down and run down. They're going to do too much, and they just need to go and look at the clouds and chew on a blade of grass and tell stories and laugh with each other. That's why, why you go fishing. That's why you ride your motorcycle in the rain and say, that was awesome. I know you, Dale. 
That's, that's why we go out walking with our, with our dogs, because we know that when we have this, this time apart, that there's something that, that reconnects with us. But I think there's something else that Jesus is saying to these disciples. You know what? If you don't go and settle down for a little bit, you're going to begin to think you've done this. You're going to begin to think, look at me. Look how much power I am. Look how great I am. Look how much I do. And Jesus is saying, no, if you take a little break, what you're going to say is, oh, my goodness, but for God. All that I am and all that I do and all that I have is thanks to the grace of God. But if I don't ever stop, I'll never remember and say, thank you, God, for all that you do in my life. But here's the thing I think I find most interesting in Jeremiah 17, in this call to keep the Sabbath. And that is twice it says, don't bear a burden. Don't carry a burden on the Sabbath. Now, we think of this as that provision that we shouldn't be doing any work on the Sabbath. And even today, for the more orthodox, conservative Jews, they won't flip switches, they won't cook, they won't drive the car on the Sabbath. And I even read, and this is the only thing most of you will ever remember from this sermon, I even read they don't flush on the Sabbath. So you're going to be driving home going, I wonder how that works. But the whole idea here is that you're not supposed to be doing anything. But there's a different meaning here, a spiritual meaning. Because uh, whereas we might, we might set aside work on the Sabbath, the real thing here is the idea of not carrying a burden on the Sabbath. You see, each and every one of us we carry burdens all the time. We are burdened by our health and, and what that means for us going forward. We carry the burden and the worry of family members who have different things going on in their lives. Our, our kid, who, who grown kid who's maybe going to lose the job. We, we worry about uh, things that may be happening in the world and we carry that burden with us. Or we carry a burden that's a fear of the unknown future before us or we have the burden of something from the past that we can't let go of. We carry all these burdens all the time. God says to us, at least on the Sabbath, take your burdens and say, God, these are not things I can fix, and I give them to you. Let go of your burden on the Sabbath. Remember that God is God, and we are not, that we're all, always going to have various worries and burdens, but God is offering us a rest from our burdens. You come in, you, when you leave your house to come to worship on Sunday morning, you say, I'm worried about this, but Lord, I'm giving it to you because I'm going to go and I'm going to listen for you and I'm just going to let you reach my spirit. 
people of God on the Sabbath day. Know that God is God and that all of our burdens can be laid upon Jesus who will help us to carry our burdens. We don't have to carry them alone. You see, the Sabbath day is a prescription for our well-being. A Sabbath day is a day to rest and recuperate. A Sabbath day is a day to enjoy. A Sabbath day is a day to listen to and remember God. A Sabbath day is a day to open ourselves to be changed. A Sabbath day is the day to give our burdens to God and say, God, I trust you. I can't do this on my own you can carry me through. People of God, if we keep the Sabbath holy, the Sabbath will keep us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.